All right, movie lovers and stoners, thank you for listening to what is now the first real official episode of our podcast, High Expectations, a little tribute to movies and our uh, green friend, Cannabis. Um and we did our introduction, so if you want a little bit more of a spiel about the show from a you know kind of high level, listen to that one because this is the first one that we are going right into the content of the show. So if you want a little bit more background or a little bit kind of higher level explanation, definitely get the uh, intro session uh, listened to. Um, but yeah, welcome to the first official episode of High Expectations, where... The only thing higher than the expectations is us. Us. Uh, I am one of the hosts of this show. Uh, my name is Kaz. I am a longtime both movie lover and uh, stone uh, stoner. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah, just. In terms of me and kind of my approach to movies and probably what will happen throughout the course of the show is that I will be probably the first to admit that I think some pretty shitty trash movies are awesome. <laughs> so my taste is going to be definitely a weird, nostalgic kind of taste. But again, I think, you know, adding this is like a show centered around smoking while watching movies and kind of giving a rating in regards to that. I think some of my movies might do pretty good in this particular format. So, um, and my co host slash, uh, I think I'm just going to call him the, uh, VP of creative design or something <laughs> like that. We should do that. We should treat this like a, a freaking startup and just give ourselves like absurd business. titles. <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh yeah. We're hiring this 25 year old. Yeah. He's definitely the CFO. Yeah. Definitely. hundred percent. Just slap a title on it. Right. So we're going to make you the VP of creative design of the show. Uh, the bearded wonder D What's going on, man. I'm excited to get started with this. I know we kind of were, just right before we started recording, we were just talking about how um, it was fun to do this first, not even a dry run, real run, but like first time yeah, actually the, doing it. The real deal. Really kind of, it, it's nice now that you can kind of iron out all the, exactly what we want it to look like. Yeah. It actually was kind of cool to think about the categories that we had developed, which, you know, is kind of the way we're rating these movies is we've we have this little formula plugged into excel on kind of a weighted average system based off some categories which we'll explain later on but uh kind of made it a, a fun way to approach movies uh you know like we were talking about just made us think about them a little differently yeah i mean i think when when you break it down into the categories that we've we've chosen it makes it I think looking at it with more of a critical eye versus just it being like, oh, let's get let's get ripped up and watch some movies, you know, making it 
trying to make it as legit as possible with the categories that we've picked. Um, and I think the categories we picked are they're, they're chosen for a reason. I think most stoners <laughs> look for these kind of the, the respectability of these categories when they're looking to pick movies. So, yeah, well, again, and that's just even just from our circle of people, I would say I, that's like, definitely what I think is a good representation of what they would call a good movie, especially like while high. And again, <laughs> it makes it legitimate in terms of, you know, we're not just saying, Oh, was it good? Was it bad? It's actually, we can compare a lot of things over time down the road and kind of see really where our tastes are at and really what, uh, you know, is there a connection between is there like a style or yeah, genre yeah exactly that rises to the top exactly so in terms of our scores uh so for this week we chose we had chosen the category of the 90s obviously a very general topic big topic big. or big genre very broad um very broad <laughs> but also kind of fun because probably where most of our favorite nostalgic movies are so oh yeah really i think at least for this first one giving us that that broad range was nice because we both honestly we were talking about this how we both kind of picked movies that were kind of had a similar vibe but um different delivery. still it was cool to watch <laughs> yeah cool way like really cool reason to watch these these movies again yeah you know what i mean it's fun so i think just in terms of why we picked that category, I, again, just making it fun to watch some of these nostalgic 90s movies again. Yeah, I think everybody likes a hit of a little dose of that nostalgic dopamine. <laughs> so this category, exactly, whether you're the people watch, if you watch along or like we got to watch the movies again, or if you're inspired to watch them after this, you're going to get some of that nostalgia um, once, once we reveal. Have we? I don't think we've said what the movies are yet right we have not that's so that was gonna be my first thing so let's um let's say you tell me your pick and i guess tell me why you chose to go because <laughs> i know you had a list so give me your give me the one you ultimately went with all right well i went with uh the classic <laughs> blockbuster were intended to be a blockbuster small soldiers uh, in the 1998 yeah. Tommy Lee Jones movie. That was, I was, I had actually forgot that Tommy Lee Jones was the, I actually thought it was, when I was thinking about the movie in my head, I thought it was the general from Avatar. Yeah. I forget the actor's name. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, though. It, it could, it could I thought have, it was him. It could have been. Yeah. But Tommy Lee Jones, great. Uh, you know, it again, I hadn't seen that movie in probably a decade oh, God. from it, beginning to finish. More. If not more. Yeah. I think I saw so, it when it came but, out in the 90s and maybe one other time. Yeah. That was um, but a good flick. as far as why. Yeah. I mean, I, when we were chatting about our choices, you know, leading up to the first recording session here, we were kicking around a lot of ideas. And one of the things that I, I landed on was I wanted to try to find someone, something that one would be nostalgic, like we were talking about, but also pick something that's going to be what I think would be actually better while stoned. <laughs> and I think, I think this one, 
this one kind of hit that nail on the head, <laughs> which we'll talk about a little more. I'll get a hundred percent get into more when we're chatting about the movies, but um, yeah, it was just kind of uh, I was like, oh man, I was looking at lists of nineties movies. I made a list of my own. This one popped up a couple of times. I don't know if you remember this movie when it came out, but I remember being so hyped as a 10 year old kid for this movie. I thought it was one of the coolest. I'm ideas. pretty sure. I'm pretty sh- sure I was pretty hyped for this movie too, but you're right. Like I remember it definitely kind of trying to be a semi blockbuster. Oh, yeah. I mean, film. this is, it just wasn't This is a few years after like the release of toy story. Right. So this is like, yeah. What happens if toy story the Toy Story toys come to life and try, try to kill you. <laughs> you yeah, know? just try and kill everyone. Like AI. That was that was what they were telling us about AI yeah, back then. They, already, they knew it then. They knew it. Um, yeah, I thought it was a great great pick. Honestly, I enjoyed watching it. Um, and then I ended up picking a goofy movie because I, you know, a little tribute to Disney. I didn't want to pick a Disney like classic movie but oh, i yeah. was kind well, of disney owns the 90s basically right like think about right. in terms of movies. animation yeah but yeah i agree but, i think there are option other options for 90s disney movies but this one kind of sneaks in under yeah. the radar 1995 a goofy movie, which is a series, right? There's a second one, which I don't think I will watch, but I think there are, a few. I just love, I, I loved the description of this movie, which was, uh, when Max, when Max makes a preposterous promise to a girl, he has a crush on his chances to fulfilling it seem hopeless when he is dragged onto a cross country trip with his embarrassing father, goofy, goofy dude. <laughs> and I was, I was just like, okay. I got to give that a try. Oh, I got a lot to say about this movie. I love it. It's a good nostalgic one, man. Like it was also semi, I don't know about blockbuster, but was definitely semi trying to be a big movie. Again, kind of picked movies that were very kid, some pretty much kid friendly <laughs> and had like a, it wasn't all totally live act. Like obviously it was a little, I think CGI and but in, in, uh, well, a goofy movie was completely animated, <laughs> a goofy but, movie was is a hundred percent animated. <laughs> but Small Soldiers had a little bit of that in there. I was actually so. looking it up because I was really intrigued by the CGI, and we could talk about it more if we want to, like, get into the next yeah. next steps. But we can talk more closely about the movies as we get get to them each individually. So. I guess the next thing for us to share with everybody is the kind of second half of this podcast or second, not even half, but portion of it. Um, Obviously both of us were smoking during these movies as that's kind of what we were going for uh, with the rating and just kind of the whole concept of the show. And also because we wanted to really start sharing a little bit about what we indulged with, where we're getting it, give a shout out to the dispensaries that we definitely have a lot of respect for. Just, you know, seems like we both really love the dispensaries out here. So we're also just trying to bring more uh, eyes on them too. So hell yeah. Shout out to the Cushery LFP. 
to the cushery. Yeah, man. That's yeah, a good, that's like your go-to. It's my go-to. It's my, my home base. So what did they, so what did you have for these movies? So tell me first, what was the means of your imbibing? Uh, I went with the Jazzaroo. I went with the classic joint. Jazzaroo. I, right. And you know what I decided? And? I decided for this one, I was going to do, because we I don't know if we ever landed on how we wanted to break down the weed, but I did the same type for both. I did like pre-roll of the same kind for both, both film same. watching experiences. Well, I, yeah, I would, I smoked the same thing for mine too, except mine was. I went a different route because I hadn't really done it that much. I went with the pen Ooh. this time. So I yeah. subsidized because I, pen. it actually I lengthened, nice. I lengthened that's, the, that's how you get the, <laughs> I, the made high. It, I made it to the end with the, with the pen. So, um, in terms of what I smoked with it was I did a, a sativa, uh, called jungle punch, um, it's the Buddies brand, which I really do like a lot. Um, I feel like I get them a lot, and they're always good. Always work with the pen I'm using. Yeah, and uh, never, I never really get anything that I feel like is too too harsh in terms of the high or the hit itself. So, um, I think for me, it was just a good a good one to go with. So, and I had never had jungle punch before. So nice. And as you said, that was a sativa. Yeah. What brand? Straight up sativa. Uh, buddies. Oh, you said, Oh, um, one of our friends rec- highly recommends buddies as far as carts go. It's good. Bang for your buck wise. Yeah. I just like the ones that always work. Right. Like that's always key, right? right? You want ones that are always going to work with your, whatever your contraption is. Nice. With, uh, with me, I went, like I said, I actually got pre-rolls. I was a little lazy. I got some pre-rolls, <laughs> but I got, uh, there were sativa, um, Alaskan thunderfuck and boy. Nice. It, um, it, it gets the job done, man. I'll tell you, it was a, a hash joint, which was nice. I mean, it does sound that way. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. It, it was uh, a very good, it was, I think because it was sativa too, it was a nice, you know, heady, like buzzy high that made me enjoy the movies a little more, I think. Yeah. Honestly, I, I feel like I, I'm pretty much strictly hybrid or sativa, sativa these days, just because unless I'm going to like, unless it's like, I need a Friday night. Like if I haven't smoked in a while and I need a Friday night to go to sleep, then maybe I'll go specifically with just like a strong Indica. But most of the time I'm doing sativa and hybrid. Yeah. I'm generally hybrid, but for these, well, actually again, shout out to uh, the Kushri because I, I went in and you gotta, you gotta love a good bud tender. You know, I went in and chatted with them and I was like, I kind of explained the prompt, right? And and I even down to the movies we were watching, and they hooked me up. They like got together like a bunch of joints that they thought I would like, and and we kind of landed on a few different options. And I decided with the Alaskan Thunderfuck based on on their recommendation. So again, shout out to the Kushery. Yeah, honestly, when it ends up being a good recommendation and a good name, it it pretty much just matches <laughs> right. itself to to me. All right. 
So again, I think we both definitely really liked what we got. So yeah, check out any of the dispensaries that have whatever you can look on if they have a website. Definitely take a look at those and see if they have them because we highly recommend. There are apps too that you can punch in the the specific strain you want and they'll yeah. tell you where you can get it, which is pretty cool, man. <laughs> pretty cool. I like that. Weed tech. Weedy, weedy tech. Yeah, man. Um, all right. So let's go first movie. I'm thinking let's go with Small Soldiers because I definitely think we were – more on the same page with this one i would i would imagine <laughs> yeah so well, i uh it was a swing for the fences so, this guy do we want to explain categories first and then sure okay go for so it. first one is quotability right so i think we both very much value that in movies just in our casual conversation we talk about that i feel like a lot of just from natural observation, guys are quoting movies a lot and get a kick out of it. So I do think that that was a, a category uh, that is unique to this and and very mindful of what the general population is looking for. In I think movie, that's a good one. That I think that's a good way to put it. General observation: if you're just like walking down the street, like you just hear <laughs> any number of quotes from TV or movies or whatever different forms of media there are. Quotes. I mean, think about you know gifs and and memes and stuff are basically picture quotes <laughs> anymore. Right. You know, picture quotes, video right. quotes. Um, so people love quoting shit. They love it. So we should start our own version of memes and call them picta quotes. <laughs> I think they'd work out about it. We're easily the same. We're no, dude. We're easily billionaires. Easily. Oh yeah. We cracked it. We're coming Not for you, that. Bezos. So, what what do you what did you what did you give quotability for Small Soldiers? Small Soldiers, um, quotability. This is not, although it's Phil, it's a movie, and I wrote it down like a bunch. I have my handy dandy notebook here. There okay. are, they try to make so many like witty one liners throughout. I mean, yeah. Major Chip Hazard. Can we first of all? Can we just talk about the the name of Tommy Lee Jones's action figure character? Yeah. Uh, I Major love that. Chip Hazard. Um, he basically, is all you know war one liners. <laughs> you know that's like all he says throughout the right. film. It's He's like wild. he is like G- the GI Joe. Yeah, I mean it's very intentional. Obviously, I mean just so just so the. <laughs> For um, the listeners, it's been a while since you've seen Small Soldiers, which I imagine it, it has been <laughs> for yeah. most people. Uh, the synopsis is when missile technology is used to enhance toy action figures, the toys soon begin to take their battle programming too seriously. And it's basically them putting this weird war technology into action figures to make them more interactive, gone awry. <laughs> Um, and yeah. the foreshadowing with major chip hazard being the, the name is pretty wild. It's a wild move to make in a movie. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I, I was on the same line of thinking that he was the most, uh, quotable character for sure in yeah. the movie. I mean, like I said, there's, 
They try. Oh, the, and, and you know, they tried. Dennis Leary, after his classic Dennis Leary rant, dropping a line like, what are you worried about? They're only toys. <laughs> like, oh, right. yeah, yeah, the yeah, first of course. 10 minutes of the movie. Oh, I wonder where this is going. I mean, obviously, it's a kid's yeah. movie, but. Yeah, it's, it's a great I'm, setup. <laughs> I don't know that the quotes landed the way they wanted them to land. Uh, I gave. So what did you, yeah, what did you overall, ultimately give it? I gave it a 2.5. Okay, I gave a three. Yeah, because like I said, I thought about going like lower, but I I was like, okay, maybe I'll just be generous because three is low, but it it still is like somewhat keeps you in the game. But I I'm on board with two point five. It's not a very quotable movie. It's not at all. I I totally agree. Like 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 sitting here, if if I hadn't written some things down, I could see someone quoting like a couple lines from it like you know obviously maybe people who are really who get really into the war stuff or whatever but also but like the other quotes, than that the quotes are from other like cla- actual classic war movies most of right them. you know what i mean like they rip off of um you know oh my god what's uh I'm drawing a blank now, but they 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 like literally take basically lines directly from other war movies and make them his lines and like switch it up so they fit the toy world. The toy world, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I can see why they would do that. I, I mean, it's obviously a choice, right? They they made that choice yeah. for a reason, but it doesn't make it any more quotable. So I, I'm sticking with two Agreed. and a half. All right, I'm I'm gonna second that because that's it's obviously close to and I would have gone I kind of just forgot about doing the half scores so I think 2.5 is actually very in line with my thoughts on the movie as well so let we'll make that the official score for that so kind of in line with what you were saying about how people probably haven't watched this in a while next category is <laughs> rewatchability which I'll give my perspective on this uh, I'll give my score first, but yeah. you know, gave what my notes were is that because I was thinking about it for both movies, and rewatchability for me is, and again, we may have different definitions of this, so it's good we kind of I'll explain my train of thought is like, I is this movie like a multiple, almost like a multiple times a year movie you can watch it or every other year or whatever, and right. I frequency of rewatch, and some. Some movies, it's like I got to give them like a few years before I watch them again because I'm probably not going to think of it or it's just like the story isn't necessarily enough or whatever for that. So so for this one, I went with – well, honestly, I'm going to go with like around the same score. I'm going to go with two on this for rewatchability. Yeah. I think you need a big gap. Yeah, I mean, I, I was a little more generous than than you were, I think, because, and I and we'll get into it with the smokeability rating a little bit. But this is like something I can see myself like, let's pack a bowl and watch Small Soldiers. Like it, it, it could come up if other people haven't watched it more recently. So I gave it a three point eight, but I think it's that's okay. Being very very generous with the so let's go with. Let's go with the, let's kind of split the middle because again, it's getting the point. Let's go like three. Let's just give it a three for rewatchability. I think that's fair. Yeah. I also think like there's nothing in the movie that 
uh, really draws you back for more rewatch. It's a pretty cut and dry action right. story. You know, troubled teenage kid gets kicked out of multiple schools. You can yeah. you can get that anywhere. And then like my my favorite one of my that is the nineties. Yeah, right. One of my favorite things is um, he's been allegedly kicked out of well the rumor in the in the high school ten rumor, schools ten schools they say and that yeah. and then his dad He'd be knows in juvie. That he's been kicked out of two and then leaves him in charge of the toy store like what are you doing if your kids that causing that much trouble maybe you need to stick around a little more pops yeah and deal with them yeah, no. versus leaving him in charge of your literally your business that's dying anyway. And honestly, my, my whole thing with that thing is like, his dad is clearly a fuck up too. Like dude forgot <laughs> his freaking ticket to the airport or to the plane who yeah. only like, a fuck up does doing? that. Secondly, like he's, he's running an, an unsuccessful toy store when he can just be selling toys that kids want. Yeah. Like you're, you're digging your heels in for the wrong reasons. And honestly, like you, I was you need really to put food on the table. <laughs> I was I was kind of like, dude, your son did you a favor for busting that boat up because you should probably like switch, like put that in your house. Yeah, that's something you really, really like. <laughs> Maybe yeah. put it somewhere like, safer. It's all good. But, you know, I, anyway. and don't get me wrong. I love a good small town toy store. I love. Oh, exactly. But again, like I get it on, on the other side of things when your kids probably like, yo, dude, you should sell the, the toys that kids want. It's probably warranted. Yeah, I agree. And then Kirsten Dunst and her little brother just like happen in randomly right. one afternoon. I know. She's so, and she's again the epitome of the nineties for some I I guarantee you we're gonna do a lot of movies. We're gonna change the categories and do movies from the nineties, I think, a lot. You're gonna, so you're gonna find yeah, you're gonna find a lot of the same. You're going to find Actors. some Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> yep. And you're going to find some similar storylines and kind of like some similar takes Phil on Harmon, things. Some more, yeah. Some more uh, Tommy Lee Jones, I'm sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. There's, I and mean, like, the, these movies, I, the 90s cast, movies are the best. It had Jay Morse, too. David Cross. Dennis Leary. Yeah. There's some Tons of Dennis Leary. Things. Especially if Tons we get somehow do a do a movie about Operation Dumbo Drop. Oh my God, I'll be in that. I <laughs> and we can we can talk more about this when we're not recording. But I have some. Yeah. As I was thinking about movies um, for this category specifically, I was generating more ideas for categories for the future. So. All right. Anyway, sweet. Rewatch, awesome. Rewatchability. I think we landed at what three. Three. So right now. Their rating is a 1.1, and so now we've got two more categories. So this this one is kind of whatever. The popularity rating on Rotten Tomatoes, the audience score, do you know what it was? 45% audience wow. rating. Okay, so 4.5, I'll give it so on our scale. 5. Okay, What's that's like, fair. I get it. Most of the people that are going to be rating it on there are adults, and the movie wasn't really also, made for adults. It probably was a letdown from the hype, honestly. Ah, uh, yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And I think there was some, and I was looking it up because, you know, I like to get the background on the, the movies, movies I'm watching. Yeah. Apparently, it was meant to be like a hard PG-13, like much more intense for like teenagers. And 
then the toy stores came in and were like, actually, we want to brand this out. So they had to like rebrand the whole thing. And so there's like, there's why there's like weirdly violent sections of the movie. And then, but also really cheesy parts. Yeah. So there was That's a war fair. for the creative design of this movie. I'm like, let's be fair. Those toys, the toy design is pretty fucking rad. Those toys are cool. A hundred percent. I would want a toy like that. Especially the Gorgonites. We haven't even talked about the Gorgonites. I know. Well, that's their thing, right? They're just trying to hide, bro. Just trying to hide, man. They're just They're, trying to I hide. Mean, what a commentary on, like, nationalism and, you know what I mean? Like, all these, like, I know they're just programmed this way, but right. they had, like, crazy military going after the peaceful people just trying to explore and learn come on exactly right the people you probably don't need to worry about right but archer is the coolest i always i think i had an archer toy i'm pretty sure That'd i be had wild. action figures that's wild i mean i could see myself of being into that for sure like getting one action figure yeah so for smokeability so kind of this has more weight than everything. Everything else is 20%. This has 40%, right? So right now the movie's at a two in terms of the rating. So this can really like, again, this can change the game for in terms of the smoke ability. Um, I mean, see, like by our definition, like I gave it an eight because. Yeah. Like it made the movie so much better. Then it did enhance. I and this is where I was struggling with it. So I agree. Sorry, I'll let you. I'll let you finish. No, no, no. I'm just saying that's really that's really all I got is that like I just I think I don't know if I would have been into it unless I was high, which is kind of like like the you were saying smokeability thing. I agree. Right. I 100% agree with that. I I didn't go as high, and again, I think we'll figure out kind of the the scale, the scale. of things as yeah. we go. Um. I went a little lower. I went with a six. I went with a strong six. Um, okay. Only because it enhanced it a lot. But I think it was also enhanced a lot by nostalgia. So, so right. So you'd have to rewatch it like this year high and see. And see if it's, if it stood up, which uh, well, I don't we can know do that. that. Yeah. I mean, we can like maybe like do, months like, down re- the road. visits where we yeah. both smoke and watch it together. And then oh, like, yeah. do like a, a mini, think. a mini episode on if we agree with our original score or not. We yeah, I think that's a great idea, but definitely months <laughs> down the road. Months. So, so I said I said six, seven, said eight. We'll give it the strong. Yeah, I think because it is. It's the weed helped a lot because like it did yeah yeah. And you know what? I'll give credit where credit's due. It's like seventy five percent CGI. Those toys moving, and right, it looked. Looks pretty good for ninety eight. It was I'm great. No, lie. no, no. It was great. The visuals, not like visuals, but like the the. It was crisp. Like every, oh, it didn't I mean, seem like, the like lame. Photography was very nineties. Like they had yeah. the classic like zoom ins and, but yeah. um, the it was as great. far as the both the practical and the special effects, I thought were pretty good. Yeah, and I, I think, would agree with you. I think the weed helped me think that a little more. Yeah, but I agree. Yeah. So a strong seven there. So what what is that drum roll, virtual drum four, roll? 4.8 for small soldiers. Yeesh. 
Not so, great, small soldiers. Not great, but again, the smoke ability saved it in a way. So it did. you know, yeah. Um, we, and again, we may when we do a revisit. Let's see. Some of those may change. Like the rewatchability, if we watch it again, like in seven, six months or whatever, and it's still kind of good. And the weed is still good. It could, yeah, right. that could raise both those scores. So we got one movie down. Let's do. Let's flip over to a goofy movie. Um, animated. Uh, I think this one was definitely more. I think we are expecting it to score better, but let's really see. Oh um, yeah. I absolutely let's see how much it crushes it. Cause I know we were kind of texting about it and kind of were like on the fence of, with some of these categories. Yeah. There's some disparity in our, our thoughts here. So quotability quotability. I gave it a seven. I actually, yeah, I gave it a 6.9. So I'll go with seven. Cause I was like, okay, they do have some one liners in there, right? Like, it's the leaning tower of Chiza. Like that's a really yeah, popular yeah, yeah, line. Yeah. Um, the, big one. the the songs are definitely memorable. I count that in quotability. Honestly, Pauly Shore and like I think I don't know if it's because just like Pauly Shore's his cadence as it is, or if I just remember his specific lines from the movie, but his character, yeah had i think the most quotable lines obviously be the main one being the leaning tower of chisa right exactly you know he was a big part of that and like you oh yeah and like you were saying the music alone raises the quotability quotability i think in my opinion what do you think i'm when i think about it now like if we do disney movies like from the 90s like these things are might get a 10 for quotability if you take into account the songs yeah. You know, like, well, we'll, we'll yeah. cross that bridge. But like in my head, I'm like, okay, Lion King's a 10. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we can, we'll yeah, get we can, into it, but we can pick yeah. Disney movies as a category, but yeah. it, it, and I think like, dude, like eye to eye is the open road song. Yeah. As soon as they started. Right. I was like, okay. I remembered them. Yeah. Instantly. And just like people do impressions of goofy. So that's like quotability kind of too, right? Like his laugh, his, yeah. Even I guess like technically, even if it's not from a goofy movie, he does all, he does the gorsh and the, like all that stuff throughout the movie. So, and I mean, it's a big plot point. too. I agree. So yeah. Poor Max doesn't want to become his dad. Solid seven, man. I think seven is a good rating for that, for that. Cause it, what the songs is really what saved it. But so for yeah. rewatchability again, like, so I didn't, I guess, I don't know, man. I gave it a three and I say that because Whoa. I know, I know. But like, after I watched small soldiers, I was like, okay, I could definitely watch this. So it can't be a three, right? So no, God, I'm no. thinking it's gotta be a five. I, I would give it a five. What do you, where, where'd you put this? See, this is where I, and again, I think it's, probably a nostalgia thing for me because i fucking love i do too but i feel like you need some time some lag time some lag between the vag of a goofy movie (laughs) because you need i don't know i need the reset of like the songs to be really interesting again and then the the like story to be funny and but like okay like think about on like 
like a hungover Sunday morning. You're just like chilling with your coffee and your pen or whatever, like just like trying to trying to survive. Yeah, in your thirties, right after a night of drinking, right. And you just want to throw something on, dude. A goofy movie is going to get you. I there. know, but a goofy movie is going to make you feel better. So when was the last time you watched a goofy movie? Uh, more recently than you, I would say within the past couple of years. Okay, well then that's fair. So what did you what did you give it? Seven and a half. I gave it a seven point five for rewatchability, because it's a classic, man. And like the people that watch it, watch it and like show their kids. How about like a six point eight? What did you What did you change yours to? Five. Five. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. I can go with six point eight because I'm still. Well, and again, these are definitely ones we should tag to like come back to like in month, a couple months or three months or whatever, five, six months, whatever, just to, just to like kind of test the theory of rewatchability too, because that's a pretty interesting one. Yeah. Um, popularity, its score was seven. So, or 70%. So it got a seven here. Solid 70%. Which makes sense. That's what I mean though. This is a popular movie. Yeah. It was definitely popular. And it has, and it for sure has the pop culture like thing you know what i mean like power line everything goofy movie is coming back in a big way too i feel weirdly. like uh, so it's imdb rating is a 6.9 out of 10 too so i mean that clearly it's yeah, like so seven that's is like a good yeah a solid pulse on that movie and i agree like it is a seven in my eyes it is a seven oh just overall as a movie is it's a seven which is i think pretty high like you said i agree i, mean, I think it's a great like we were saying, they're both both of these movies are. I mean, it's like coming of age stories, right? Max trying to impress Roxanne, and you know, making yeah. just the the grandest gestures you can make in high school. Yeah, like putting on a like, fake concert, right? You that that's like the kind of stuff you daydream to listening to music is like you have the balls to go put on do like a crazy dance in front of a auditorium yeah but max fucking he crushed did it, it dude. he just crushed and then he's it. like this local celebrity <laughs> like right the whole next scene he's just like chilling he's a local celeb i mean and then like one second he was called a loser next it's like what's up man yeah yeah but they're all like hitting on him all of, all of a sudden and you're like whoa where did this come it's from? the disney just universe one little... and it's it's incredible i would have been friends with them after that too if yeah i wasn't friends with them before well right rad. because if you weren't people would probably not be friends with you <laughs> yeah that's high school baby that bas- that's basically what would happen <laughs> all right so for smokeability i i gave this an eight. Oh yeah i mean i went hard for smokeability on this i i laughed the whole time i was singing along i was singing along too yeah eight's high lady k was sitting there with me and we were just like we were loving it. Yeah, eight is high. I went eight point seven. Oh wow! I went, okay, I went for it. I would man. do. I would do eight point five. I would. I would go Give with an eight point five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I think everything. It just made me like. It makes the weed made me really appreciate Goofy as a father. Goofy's the man as a father. He is. He's me? like a father that like what you definitely probably didn't want when you were a kid, but as like a middle adult no. now, you're like but, fuck. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate now, the shit. He's the dad you want. You know what I mean? And like we've all we've all had like situations where we're forced to go to on trips or whatever we don't yeah, want. Of so course. it's very relatable. Yeah. Relatable character. And like again, the weed made me feel all of that, but like more. 
and then just the fucking Powerline concert seem if epic. That's like one of those places if you're gonna choose one like animated event to go to. Hell yeah, be, being at that Powerline concert would be on the his list, top there. You know? This is like right there as the top. God, what it's. And this is what I'm saying. It is a good movie. Just get like. I mean, it has a really good rating. So its final rating with us is seven point six. So that's that's it deserves it. It kind of is in line with the public, except we favor it a little more, right? So like the public, it gets like a seven, and we brought it up to a seven point six because one, the smokeability, which is like a new aspect of it, right? And then it's our it's our aspect. I think that's our thing, right? Is that like, you know, there's probably going to be some movies that are ranked really high on IMDb or Metacritic or Rotten Tomatoes, where if we bring in the smokeability rating, it may drag it down. So again, kind of a interesting way that our rating separates from the other ones is because it's going to kind of hedge you in a direction of, okay, this movie is good, but you may not necessarily get a better experience if you smoke. Whereas like this, you know, this movie is good. It does enhance with weed or, Hey, this movie's not so great, but when you watch it smoking, it actually is, you know, pretty good. I was, I was just going to say, I wonder like, what kind of movies are we going to come across where we ever get like a negative smokeability? Like if it makes an experience worse, you know, I mean, it could happen. It could definitely happen. I distinctly happen. remember watching one of my all-time favorite childhood classic movies ripped up and being like, Oh no, yeah, what did I do? Exactly. I'm not, I'm not going to say, cause I'm going to, I'm going yeah, to yeah. again. I'm going to give it redemption, but yeah, um, I would agree with that. It's jarring when it happens. So dear listener, if you think it's not going to happen, if you think weed is just all happy thoughts and weird invention ideas, right? it can, it can it can go the other way. It can turn it can turn on you. <laughs> yeah. Sweet Mary but, Jane. Yeah, man. Well, those are our first two choices in the books. It's it's saved in Excel, so it's super official. Holy oh, super official. It's legit. Super official. Small soldiers, four point eight. And a goofy movie, a seven point six rating on our high expectations scale. So definitely won um won that round fella yeah that i mean again i think small soldiers i think could have like if it was if it had a little bit of differences it might have been a different score honestly big swing yeah it was a big big swing yeah um i'm trying to think if there's i am looking through my notes to see if there's any do you have any other thoughts on the films the films that we i would just say that I didn't really remember the a goofy movie's music being so re- memorable. So I that was like a pleasant surprise and kind of brought back why I loved that movie as a kid. And I mean, again, like I feel as though when I put on a Pandora or Spotify for like movie music, sometimes I'll, I'll pick that as a category and that song has come up and I always would turn that up in the rate on the radio yeah, or, or whatever in my car, you know? It's, uh, so it's a goofy movie. It is just, it's classic. Like we were saying it's, and then you get like the shout outs. There's, there's like the Walt Disney shout out that you get Mickey and Donald in there. Yeah. You know, they do a lot of those classic things. And obviously it hits home for both of us being like Disney deep in kind of deal. So, 
you know, it has that advantage too. Yeah. I mean, it was, I, of the two of them, it was the, the experience I enjoyed more. Yeah. No, it was good. It was very good. Oh, this is, I'm just looking at my notes here. Well, obviously we should, we should talk about the quickly, the, the parallels between Lester's possum palace <laughs> and, and, and Disney world, right. Making fun of people going to see a, an animated. A hundred percent. Yeah. That was great. some stupid rat show as Max calls it. Right. Um, Pete warns him that Max is going to end up in the electric chair. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's wild, man. That's a harsh thing to say. Well, and again, <laughs> like as I was watching it, it was, it, you know, obviously I was saying it was a little bit like watching Clark Griswold, right? Like that was kind of way the kind of dad goofy was playing. And yeah, just like it's real try hard, but like, yeah, but total spaz can't do anything. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Oh, I last thing, last comment about the movie is then we can move on. Um, that that RV that Pete rolls up in, epic, sick. Yeah, if that existed, so sick. Uh, we we would buy it. Dude, we should just buy it. I would live there. Yeah. What else do you need? A bowling alley on the top? Hell yeah. Oh man, that place was awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, first two picks, and then. Eventually, we'll get to this point where we'll throw out teasers for you guys midweek of at least the category that we've picked. So you don't have to necessarily wait for the episode to know the category. So we'll definitely incorporate that as we move forward at some point when we have a Facebook group and all that kind of stuff. So and then again, same thing. We're both going to pick movies, both going to watch them, both going to watch them high. So. As we lo- want to close out most of these shows, it's going to be with a would you rather, and D'Lo is going to share, is going to be the one kind of tasked with <laughs> coming up with one every week, and hopefully it gets weirder and weirder, but, you know. Yeah, there's some strange ones. I like that, though. But let's let's do our, hit us with our first episode with a would you rather. All right, this one is, uh, it's, it's kind of tame, but... Um... Would you rather glow bright pink every time you're attracted to someone or glow bright red every time someone annoys you? Uh <laughs> as as a married man, <laughs> as a married man, I'm going to go with um red anytime red. someone annoys me, although that could be dangerous too as But a like man. yeah, that's what I mean. Like I would <laughs> I would be red most of the time. The pink, at least you could just explain like, hey, it's just an attraction. It's not anything. You know what I mean? Or, hey, I'm, I'm really embarrassed, so I'm bright pink. <laughs> right, yeah. I, w- I think I would go with pink. Mostly just because of numbers game. I feel like I'm way more annoyed with a- anybody That's and everybody. Fair. You know what I That's mean? That's fair. That's a good point. So I think pink would be safer in the long the wise, run. <laughs> the wise choice. Yeah, I would agree. It's at least it's good. At least it's in like a good direction, right? Right. It may not be the most ideal, but it's like at least it's a positive thing. Yeah. Well, that was a good. I like that one as like a good. Would you, our first? Would you rather? Yeah. And then, yeah. like we said, hopefully they keep getting weirder and weirder, and then, you know. Oh, uh, don't worry. I'm I'm stockpiling. All right, stockpiling. So we're set for a while. <laughs> We will do hopefully an episode every week is going to be our goal or maybe every other week that that'll kind of be the the pace at this. So 
Thanks for anybody and everybody who's listening, tuning in. Thanks for listening. Yeah, hopefully we keep getting better and better. And Dilo, you want to sign us off? Be kind and stay weird. Gracias, everybody.